You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jenna Sargent, news editor of SD Times. Over the past year, there's been a labor shortage affecting a number of industries, and tech is no exception. You might have heard the term, the great resignation, being used in the news, including SD Times, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Joseph Pratt, Open Source Engineering Manager at Ivan, is joining me today to talk about the impact on developers and the steps companies can take to retain employees. So let's get into it. First, here's a little bit more about our guest. I am currently a manager on the open source team at Ivan, and Ivan is a Finnish-based company started in Finland, in Helsinki. And what we do is provide databases as a service. So it's not only purely databases, but we also offer uh, data-related services like Kafka or Flink. And what we do is we do believe and in open source, and basically we want to make open source projects available and accessible to everyone. So that's more or less what Ivan does, is democratizing the open source software and make it available for everyone to use as a managed service. IT has kind of dealt with this problem for a long time, but now a lot of other industries are also dealing with labor shortages. So I imagine that's kind of affecting the shortage in IT even further. So in, in IT, I think we need to consider that a couple of things happening in the recent in recent times. So the first one is the obvious one. So it's coronavirus hate. And a lot of people, either because they wanted to, because they wanted to take some break, or maybe because they were forced to take that break, and they kind of left the workforce in, in at least a, quite a good number of them. So that obviously impacted people who wanted to hire. Suddenly, there were less people to hire from. And then another thing we need to add is like the IT industry has a really high, high burn rate from people. So people are getting burned really quickly. And obviously, the first thing they do when people get burned is probably leave the current positions and the current IT sector that they are. So that also affects that one. However, now we have we've, we've seen we have an opportunity as well with with this whole coronavirus thing, which is a remote work. And that opened us certain doors as well. So it's it has some good things and bad things. The, the current the current moment, it, it's it's complicated, it's hard, but basically we see that uh, now we need to go looking for the uh, for, for talent, whatever there is, instead of waiting for talent to come where we are. Yeah, I would imagine that there are a lot of people who previously worked in like non-tech positions where remote work wasn't an option. So they kind of took this period to maybe like um, get trained on technical skills so they could enter the like technology workforce. Um, and also another thing is like if you're hiring remotely, you can hire anywhere rather than just like the the tech centers so is how can companies kind of take advantage of that potential influx of talent that they otherwise wouldn't have access to yeah so it's a great question i was also reading your uh, your, your post in the uh, in, on like on the sd times that you you wrote about the hiring in a remote first world so it's there are things like it's. I think it's a double-edged sword. So going hiring remote has the advantage that, as, as we we're mentioning, uh, we can hire 
from a pool that is way bigger because we can just go and hire people where they are and they don't need to, we, we are not just bound to different tech hubs anymore the problem is that everyone who plays this game of hiring remote is also trying to get people from the same pool so suddenly some companies are saying that they are not just competing about their usuals they are competing also with big ones that they are now hiring remote whatever the talent is and and that's also another problem and and something that companies need to try to adapt they need to offer something more that is not just uh, hey i have a job now here and I, i'm looking for a person for doing xyz we companies need to do more things they need to make sure that they have some purpose the positions have purpose they have vision they have a uh, they have a safe environment a diverse environment and that people can can feel listened to and feel welcome to and they can just basically work in a nice place so i think that's also one of the things that companies need to focus on creating a better work environment is that also something that companies should be doing to um, kind of retain the employees they already have? Or are there other things that companies should be doing in order to keep people around? Yeah, exactly. So I, that's a good question because we, we tend to forget about the retention. So about keeping people in, uh, we usually try to focus on, we need to hire more people and, and, and usually we just focus on that, but we need to keep, keep in mind that we need to keep the ones that we hired already in and for the longest time we can. So yes, exactly. We need to make sure that the, whenever people join our teams, they stay for a long time. And in order to do that, we need to make sure, as I was saying before, we need to make sure that they do have an environment where they can grow, where they can uh, learn from their mistakes without any consequences for those mistakes, but just basically learn from those, uh, where we don't have a place for burning up people. So people can uh, know that they have a right environment to work and to basically not be overwhelmed. And if we manage to keep those things, like working on mental health programs, trying to make people uh, not overworked, hire for right people for the right positions, and and not overdoing those things. I think I think then we have a high chance to keep people in. And I, I think the old things that oh yeah we have now a I don't know a tennis table in the office you can go play whenever you are tired or we have a playstation i think that i mean obviously that doesn't apply anymore when we are remote and and that thing probably wasn't really working now we need to come with better ways of how we can make our employees feel welcome and appreciated and not just resort to those uh, easy and cheap things to do like yeah here you have a playstation just play on your free time yeah so you mentioned kind of the mental health aspect so companies that are not really successfully hiring the the like volume of people that they need to um, produce the work that they want to do. Um, so they're like kind of spreading work among fewer developers than they need. Um, that can kind of lead to burnout and other detrimental issues. So what recommendations do you have for teams who are in this situation of not having enough developers and kind of not also leading to things like burnout and stuff like that yeah that's that's a good question and i think it's a it's a complicated it's a vicious circle in a sense because i mean we cannot hire so as we cannot hire we have less people but we have more work so we need to 
push more work to the ones we have that might leave. So we will end up with less people. And it, it's a vicious cycle. And I think the first thing that these companies need to do is recognize this as a problem and try to break that cycle and try to learn to say no to certain things, try to, uh, if possible, delay certain things and try to keep a sustainable workload for the employees they have, trying to um, nurture them and, and trying to make them work in a really reasonable and sustainable pace so they can develop and basically also deliver at the right pace because uh, the, if you throw too many things to the to people to, to your team members they will not deliver more probably they will deliver even less so probably it's concentrate on what's important get things out of the out of the way and, and deliver projects and products and concentrate on changing the culture broadcasting these things so then you have and you showcase this image to the rest of the world or to the rest of your potential candidates and then probably you will be able to hire some more at, at least that's some of the attempts that companies could try to do mm -hmm. so this trend of developers leaving their jobs in mass is this something that you predict is gonna keep going or is this kind of like a short-term thing I think I think it's, it happens. It depends on the companies. I think some companies will see this thing happening, and unless they change the way that they do work and they they understand how the relationship between uh, workers and IT workers and 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 the company is, they might continue to see this kind of massive exodus of people. Uh, however, if the companies do understand that now we need to do better to retain people, now we need to um, think about them and make them safe, make them create a safe space for them, create a, a place where they can shine, grow and, and, and evolve and develop. If we are managing, if, if companies manage to do those things, that will change for those. The ones that do not adapt and they, they probably stay with old patterns, they might continue seeing this kind of massive exodus of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Is there a key point that we talked about or you talked about today that you'd want listeners to leave this episode taking with them? Yeah, I, I would like to reemphasize uh, that we need to continuously focus on the well-being of the, of the workers and, and to make sure that uh, they are feeling that the people listen to them that they can learn from their mistakes and there is no consequences for those mistakes, that they, they the things that should be getting out of them is growth. And, and we need to keep an eye on burnout as well and to make sure that those things do not happen anymore or, or at least they happen less often. And if we happen, if we manage to do these things, I, my guess and my hope is that then uh, everyone and all the employees will be more happy and they will try to uh, or they will stay longer for in the companies they decide to join and also they will not probably change that often and, and and in the end we need to value the employees and the workers and it workers the right way great well it was it was really nice talking to you i think uh this is uh an important thing for companies to be paying attention to because obviously it has a big effect on their what they're able to put out as a company yeah and, and 
so for example ivan is is now also growing it's uh it basically needs to grow uh, we are now at 300 employees probably and around this 300 number and we need to double this year so we we have a challenge up front and we need to make sure that uh, things are done right that we have the right culture in the company that we can attract talent and we can retain a talent uh, so far we're doing good we also doubled this last year so uh, hopefully uh, we can continue doing these things and we can see more companies also following the same uh, patterns and creating a safer space overall. Yeah, it, it makes sense that like when you're talking about increasing like that fast, like doubling, you'd want to have like those those good best practices in place. Because if you have like a bad culture to, to begin with and you're trying to like double your workforce, then you're just going to continue having problems. So Having that like foundation sounds really important. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, well, it was really nice talking to you. Yeah, thank you. It was also really nice talking to you. 